0: Hello everyone, welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners.
1: The following is an experience-sharing article from the 20th China Fahui on Minghui.org, entitled... Clarifying the Truth No Matter the Difficulty, by a Falandafa Practitioner in China. The English translation was published on the Minghui website on November 12, 2023. Greetings Master, greetings fellow practitioners. I'm 63 years old, and I started practicing Falun in 1996. In 1999, I was illegally detained for 15 days when I went to Beijing to appeal for justice for Falun Dafa. In 2008, I was imprisoned for three years for distributing informational materials about Dafa and the persecution. The environment became challenging after I was released. Six people in my big family practiced Falun Dafa. My older sister was killed in the persecution. The other four family members gave up cultivation. One day, my husband hit my head with a beer bottle and told me to choose between my family and Fallon Daffer. I was frequently persecuted and harassed. I had nowhere to hide my Daffer books and materials, and none of my close relatives would hide them for me. My daughter and I carried two large backpacks everywhere we went. I was penniless and no one would lend me money. I stood on the street in tears and the feeling of being cornered was real. But I reminded myself, no matter what happens, it cannot shake my determination to practice darfa. I returned home and calmly told my husband, I'll continue to practice. I can stay here or go rent a place and live by myself. My husband looked at me and said, so no one will help you, you can stay here. Part 1 improving my understanding by reading the far, When I first began practicing, I loved studying the far, and Masters sometimes allowed me to see through my third eye. Every page in Duan Falun contained a Buddha. I later saw Masters' law body, which appeared in layers and I could see through levels of manifestation. I also saw the ladder to heaven. When I read the section about spirit possession in Duan Falun, I saw an explosion in another dimension. I read at least three lectures of Duan Falun a day, and various wonderful scenes appeared every day. I was not attached to what I saw, but felt very happy and encouraged. I later understood that Master was pushing me forward and raising my level. After I was released from prison, I felt unclear about The Far, because I hadn't read The Far for a long time. I was even more eager to study the FAR, and I devoted every free moment I had to reading the FAR. In addition to repeatedly reading Duan Falun, I also read Master's other lectures. Master said in FAR teaching, given at the 2004 Chicago FAR conference, quote, When you encounter ordeals during your cultivation, You have got to cultivate yourself and look at yourself. That doesn't mean you are acknowledging the ordeals arranged by the old forces and trying to do well amidst the ordeals they have arranged. That's not the case. We negate even the very emergence of the old forces and everything that they've arranged. We don't even acknowledge their existence. We're fundamentally negating all of their things and all of, and only, the things you do while negating and getting rid of them is mighty virtue. It's not that you're cultivating amidst the ordeals they created. Rather, you are to walk your own path well, while not acknowledging them. Not acknowledging even the elimination of their ordeals, manifestations, I understood that the persecution was arranged by the old forces. While destroying themselves, the old forces want to destroy Darfa disciples and all sentient beings. During the far rectification period, practitioners are assisting Master and safeguarding and validating Darfa. We are responsible for the righteous beings in the universe and to save all sentient beings. My mission is to harmonize what Master wants and it has nothing to do with the old forces. As I studied the far more, the teachings brought me to a whole new realm. My body and mind underwent earth-shaking changes, and my understanding of cultivation gradually became clearer. From personal cultivation to the cultivation of Dafa disciples during the far rectification period, I want to fulfill my vows, complete my mission, and lead all the sentient beings in my heavenly kingdom. Part 2. Clarifying the truth I go out to clarify the truth and save people almost every day, regardless of the freezing cold or heat, rain or shine, New Year's Eve or New Year. After gathering with family members, I go out to save people. During the three-year COVID lockdown, I was not affected and I continued to go out every day. No one came to me for COVID testing or to be vaccinated. Every day I take truth clarification materials with me, get on my electric bike and talk to the people I meet. I advise them to remember, Falun is good, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. I met a man in his 60s. I greeted him, Hello, please accept this truth clarification magazine. If you understand the truth, you'll be blessed, I said, and handed him the magazine. He said, Are you a Falun Dafa practitioner? I am here to arrest you. Take off your face mask. Take off your hat. And let me see you. I know most people in this area. How old are you? I replied, Look at the frequent natural and man-made disasters. Who is being eliminated? The people who don't know the truth. The Chinese Communist Party (CCP)'s persecution of Dafa has caused all kinds of disasters. Only by learning the truth can one be saved. I told him about the CCP staged Tiananmen self-immolation incident. That the atheistic CCP is destroying people, while Falun Dafa is saving people. I said that in the face of disaster. Nothing matters, but one's salvation is most important. I asked, Are you a party member? Quit it as soon as possible. I will use an alias and help you quit. This is urgent. No matter how fierce his expression was, I just kept smiling and talking. He finally agreed to withdraw from the CCP organisations. I walked up to another man and said, Look at the magazine, Great Blessings from the Divine. Not everyone can get it. It is a gift to you from heaven. Do you know how lucky you are? I gave him a copy of Minghui Weekly and the magazine, Great Blessings from the Divine, and briefly introduced Master's article, How Humankind Came to Be. After hearing this, he was very excited and said, In the past, if people wanted to believe in the divine and to divinities, they went to the temple to burn incense and kowtow. Now you are looking for us everywhere and telling us this. Thank you. Sometimes I meet young people who are deeply misled by the CCP. They have a bad temper and harsh words. And they often say, go away. I don't get upset but calmly explain the truth about the persecution to them. They usually listen and happily thank me. Sometimes, I meet people who have heard the truth before. They ask, when will the evil CCP collapse? It's getting harder and harder for people to live. I tell them, we are hurrying and trying to save good people like you. I don't say anything too complicated, but every word I say comes from my heart. I often start with, I want to give you great blessings and help people avoid disaster. Clarifying the truth has expanded my compassion and capacity, and my mind has become purer. I just remind myself that all people are in danger. Practitioners must listen to master and go out to clarify the truth and save people. We must not slack off. A practitioner asked me, Do you have any touching, unforgettable or special experiences while clarifying the truth? I thought about it and realised that there were some in the past, but now there are very few. I basically talk to people when I see them and advise them to quit the CCP. Sometimes I just say a few words and the person quits the CCP. Many people ask for truth clarification materials. Every experience is precious. When I see the list of people who quit the CCP organisations in the notebook, I still feel anxious. I wonder how many more opportunities will be available. At the same time, I also know very well that this is Master's far rectification process and it has reached this stage. It is all Master's arrangement and the power of DARFA. It is a blessing for people to be saved and it is also a blessing for DARFA disciples to save people and these blessings are given by Master. Every day when I go home, I first respectfully thank Master for blessing and protecting me. From the time I started clarifying the truth and advising people to withdraw from the CCP and its affiliated organizations until now, I have not counted the number of people who quit. At first, I was afraid that I would have attachments, but later I realised that no matter how many people I saved, it's still too few and far from Master's hope and the expectations of all sentient beings. I can only cultivate myself well and save more people. Part 3. Overcome tribulations by believing in Master Another practitioner and I went out to clarify the truth this April and I rode an electric scooter. In order to avoid a car, I fell down in a panic. I was thrown heavily to the ground, and the electric scooter landed on top of me. I felt severe pain in my lower back. I hesitated for a moment and remembered the experience of a severe sprain in my foot a few years before. Then I immediately thought, I am a DARFA disciple. I am fine. I sat on the ground, but I was unable to move so the other practitioner got a taxi and took me home. As soon as I was put in bed, I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. Even breathing was painful. Tears and sweat flowed down my face whenever I tried to move. I lay there for two days, unable to relieve myself. My daughter and son-in-law were extremely anxious and begged me to go to the hospital and be examined. The other practitioner was also upset and said, Can I put a diaper on you? It will save you so much pain when you move. I didn't have any negative thoughts at that time. I just felt that my tolerance for pain had reached its limit. Whatever they said didn't bother me. I just silently asked Master to help me and strengthen my righteous thoughts. On the third day, my righteous thoughts became stronger. I asked myself, What am I doing? People are waiting to be saved. How can I lie there? I have a mission and I want to get up. I got up and fell down multiple times. My clothes were soaked in sweat. A practitioner helped me and wiped away my sweat. My daughter said, Can you get up? I didn't let others help me and I attempted to get up by myself for over an hour. I finally sat up. My daughter gave a thumbs up. The is so amazing, Mum. You are so great. On the fourth day, I went out to distribute truth clarification materials. Two weeks after the incident, while I was riding an electric bicycle, I was hit by the large electric bicycle of a practitioner behind me. I went flying again. An old man standing near the roadside was stunned. My thoughts were very righteous. I thought, I will not blame the practitioner and cannot delay saving people. As soon as I had that thought, I felt like I was floating. I stood up very easily, walked to the old man, greeted him and handed him truth clarification materials. These two experiences made me realise, for various situations that arise in cultivation, we need to look inward, but the key is that the mature side of our cultivation naturally knows how to deal with it, how to think about it and how to do it well. When encountering any problem, it is a good thing to think positively, as long as we believe in Master and the Far completely without any compromise. Master is by our side and we disciples can pass any test. Part 5. Assimilating to the Far Now, when I study the Far, I'm often in a wonderful state of being merged into and assimilating to the far. It seems that my whole life has been merged into the far. I can feel Master's far rectification process is constantly advancing. I know how I should go about it. Layers of Darfur principles are also being revealed. My life is very simple. I live and eat simply, wear simple clothes and save a lot of time on housework. Because I live alone and my daughter supports my practice, I control my time. I get up at three o'clock in the morning and do the five sets of exercises for two and a half hours. I recite Hon Ying while making breakfast and doing housework. The other practitioners arrive at 8am. I go out in the afternoon to clarify the truth. I come back in the evening, cook and eat. I browse the Minghui website and read sharing articles. At night, I print truth-clarifying materials, recite the FAR and read Master's lectures in various places. I go to bed at 10pm. I study the FAR for at least eight hours every day and send forth righteous thoughts at least six times. Fill my mind with dover at all times and reference the FAR when I encounter problems. I feel that I am no longer limited to this state of discovering what attachments I have and what attachments I should get rid of every day but I feel that cultivation is about making choices based on the far. When encountering problems, I immediately reflect and eliminate any thoughts that are not in line with the far. I can feel my xinxing improving every day. Cultivation seems to have become simpler and easier and I have experienced wonder and happiness that I never experienced before. I can't express my happiness in words Words cannot express my gratitude to our great Master. Thank you, Master, for your compassion and salvation. Please point anything that is not in accordance with the far.
0: The following is an experience-sharing article entitled Some Reflections After Reading Master's Recent Articles by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Mingwei website on November 8, 2023. In recent articles, Master Li, Falun Dafa's founder, talked about resentment in some practitioners. I've seen examples of practitioners falling in levels or turning to the dark side because of this attachment. One practitioner said, after serving a labor camp term, I shouldn't be cultivating this way. Although he didn't blame Master directly, his words implied that Master didn't protect him and made him suffer. Master told us long ago in Lecture 4 of Juan Fallen. The enlightened beings think that the more one suffers, the better, as one should speed up repaying one's debts. This is what they think. Some people do not understand and begin to complain to the Buddha if their praying does not work. Why don't you help me? I burn incense and kowtow to you every day. Some people will throw the Buddha statue to the ground because of this and start to condemn Buddha thereafter. As a result of this condemnation, His chinching drops and his gong disappears. This person knows that everything is gone, so he resents Buddha even more, believing that the Buddha is ruining him. He evaluates Buddha's chinching with an ordinary person's criteria. How can that comparison be made? How can it work if a person views high-level things with the standards of everyday people? Therefore, This kind of problem tends to arise when people regard their suffering in life as being unfair. Many people drop down this way. I think that whatever we encounter, whether it was arranged by the old forces or not, we need to maintain our righteous thoughts. We cultivate in delusion, and there is no way for us to see clearly the true reasons for things. We need to have complete faith in Master. Maybe we can't understand or comprehend Master's arrangement at the moment, but our faith in Master and the Fa can't waver. Only by studying the Fa more can we understand more Fa principles and make improvements. Maybe as time passes, we will understand the reasons behind things. I used to think that I didn't have resentment but recent experiences changed that assumption. In the school where I work, because of limited manpower, my supervisor arranged for me to assume responsibilities not related to teaching. I thought it was unfair, and he could have asked someone else to do it. Although on the surface it appeared that it didn't bother me, I kept thinking about transferring to another department or finding a new job. Isn't that resentment? and jealousy. Also, my students this year seem indifferent to me, despite all the time and effort I'd spent trying to teach them. In the past, my students all liked me very much and asked a lot of questions. I was disappointed when that didn't happen. Now I realize that I was seeking to be popular with the students. When I wasn't, I became resentful. The root cause of this resentment is human sentimentality. When Master published the articles, it must have been that many practitioners had developed such attachments. We should all actively look within and make good use of whatever opportunities arise to correct ourselves.